What is happening, everybody? Welcome to episode 210 of your favorite podcast, the Grow or Die podcast. We have monster news inside today. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Brandon Long. We are going to talk a little bit more about social media and athletes. We're going to talk about THC and how it's stuck in between the legalization process, what is going on, mm-hmm. and we are going to share some breaking news. If you haven't already seen it on ESPN's breaking news ticker, then thank God you're going to get it here on the Grower Die podcast. As always, brought to you by Revive Summits, brought to you by Raw Sullivan. She's going to Haley at checkout to support your boy. Please leave us a five-star rating and review. I'll see you inside. All right, how do we... Uh... You saw last week, right? You, you probably saw it on my Instagram story. You better fucking see it on my Instagram story. Taking off my close friends. My close friends used to be way more entertaining. I don't, I don't, I don't, what, what, where was the shift? What happened? I'm not sure. I think I'm a little more boring you, now than I used to be. As far as like what you post? Yeah, yeah. My close friends used to be lit. You think it's just your close friends or you just think like social media as a whole? It's like, I think it's my relationship with social media as a whole. But man... My close friends used to be real lit, but the other day, <laughs> talk, um, real I, lit. I, I shared on there how the house voted to decriminalize weed, mm-hmm. THC. Mm-hmm. How'd you feel about that? And it happened on April Fools, and Joe Rogan posted it. Yeah. So I was like, "Hang this, on, what's this the real deal?" Joe like, would never pull this evil of an April Fools. He's but, big, big stoner. Yeah, but he was my initial news source on this mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And I, I looked it up to confirm it. What, what, what did you think? I'm obviously pro. Yeah, yeah. I'm pro marijuana. Yeah. Uh, pro THC. I'm pro, you know, whatever makes you feel your best. You're currently not smoking. I am. I am. Been going on a month? Yeah, I'm almost four weeks. Why'd from you stop? Smoking. Why'd you pull it out? Uh, man, I there was a few things that I felt that marijuana was like, inhibiting or prohibiting yeah um sleep wasn't getting to where it needed to be my recovery wasn't getting to where it needed to be um and then i would be i would wake up really really groggy yeah like very like hungover almost like you didn't get any rim sleep yeah i like basically like just hungover i felt like yeah like a small version of a hangover yeah and i was like i just i can't like with how much i have to get done each day like this is just not i'm not Not getting any better yeah, it's not getting any better. It's all catching up to me at a mm-hmm. terrible time. And so it was after the rave or yeah. after the slander and then nightmare weekend yeah. where I was exhausted. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm I'm just, I need to take a break from all of this, yeah. everything right now. Yeah. And dude, the first week I was like, okay, getting to sleep was a little bit harder because I'd mm-hmm. been smoking before bed for, you know, a year mm-hmm. at least. And... So I was like, okay, it's a little bit tough to get to sleep. But once I got to sleep, oh, dude, out. Okay. Out. Much and deeper. I, and I stayed asleep. And then as soon as I like would wake up at 5.30 or 6.30, whenever my eyes would open, yeah, dude, I was wired. I was energized like I hadn't been for a long time. Very and I'm nice. like, wow, I have so much energy to give to whatever I'm about to do right Absolutely. now, whether it was work or whether I was about to go on a walk or, you know, whatever it was that morning that I, what task I had, mm-hmm. dude, I attacked it instead of like, Oh, I gotta, gotta take the dog out. I was like, I'm taking the dogs out. Yeah. I was absolutely. like, I need a coffee. Like I'm going to go hang out at coffee and like, you know, work a little bit and it'd be early. Yeah. A lot of the times it'd be like six thirty, seven thirty in the morning. You were on a mission. Mm-hmm. And then I've just felt so good ever since. And I, Probably will introduce it again, you know, here shortly. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I don't feel like any, like I need it or anything. 
So for some background, um, for those of you listening, if you just heard Brandon say all that and be like, oh shit, like I feel that too. I feel that way. The groggy, the tiredness. Um, smoking THC too close to, uh, in too close proximity to bed can inhibit your body's ability to get into REM sleep throughout the night. And REM sleep is where a lot of the repairs and the flushing and the overall uh, rejuvenation of your brain, your spinal cord, um, your entire nervous system happens during that REM sleep phase. So it's a very, very, very important part of sleep. Mm -hmm. And THC can inhibit this. If you're someone who smokes THC at night, you're experiencing things that Brandon was experiencing. My first recommendation I give to my athletes is you know, pull it about 60 to 90 minutes before bed. So then by the time you get to bed, you're like not really high anymore. Right. Right. Um, if you get high enough to where like, you know, that lingers over that 60 minute mark, just like pull it, pull it at a place where by the time you go to bed, you're pretty sober. Mm-hmm. Another, That's another really interesting thing that I found, you know, um, you know, over the last couple of weeks was I would wake up and my appetite, I would be starving. Yeah. I would yeah. be like so ravenous almost like in the morning. Of course. After I drink some water, like obviously be chilled out a little bit more. But dude, I just felt like my body was able to just fucking do what it's supposed to be yeah. doing. You know, at night I was able to process everything and, and repair how it's supposed to and yeah. recover the way it should when that when I would wake up, you know, charged for the day. Of course. It was ready for feeding it was ready for work it was ready for task it was yep. ready to perform yep or for anything whatever it was whatever i was supposed to do i was geared for performance i was like, ready awesome. to go yeah yeah that so like awesome. i'm not like eager to get it back in any yeah. means but yeah. you know i'm not it's definitely fun to do in, in increments kind of like, I'm, I'm gonna i think i'm gonna when i introduce it i'm gonna treat it like drinking yeah yeah i think okay. i'm gonna do it more like in a social setting okay and okay. you know not just like at night you yeah know. Not an uh, everyday thing. No, ex- no, yeah. I don't, I don't need to do that. Yeah. So now it just has to make it through the Senate, mm-hmm. and then, you know, it will be um, decriminalized, essentially. That's crazy, that man. I mean, we've always um, talked about it happening, but, like, now, yeah, that, now I think, that... You know what's wild is, like, it's crazy it's taken this long. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember when, like, um, now, not that I think these... Well, you know what? Actually, I mean... No, these aren't really the same in terms of an overall impact, Um, but they're they're, they're very similar in the terms of how people feel about these socially at the time that it happened. Remember when gay marriage became legal? Oh, yeah. I was like, how the fuck are, like, Mm -hmm. what do you mean gay people aren't allowed to get married? Like, that was a thing. Mm -hmm. I had no fucking, like, that was the stupidest thing I ever Mm -hmm. heard in my life. Yeah. And like now, like I feel the same way about weed. Yeah, like, then, this is the stupidest shit I heard in my life. You, mm-hmm. Like we have how much research on this shit now? Right, like, dude, it's fine. Mm-hmm. And before, like like you're saying, when you know gay marriage was legal, it was like okay. Now I notice like they're like you notice like you know gay couples like yeah. being way more open about it. Like it's shit. dope as fuck. Yeah, it like, is. Like, into their why power. has this ever been you know yeah. like, not a thing? Exactly. Yeah. Like, dude. You, like you legit had to hide it. Mm-hmm. It seemed like until like and that's what, what we've been doing with weed. Yeah. Like that's pathetic. For that's how pathetic. Long? Like well, let people live. Rel- all relative to you know who, how long you've been smoking, but like, yeah. you know for how long have you been you know hiding that you yeah you, know, you smoking or whatever. Yeah. So I, I I started smoking heavily around three years ago. Heavily, <laughs> Jesus. Maybe I have a problem. <laughs> I started. I started. What do you consider heavily? Yeah, dude, I talked to you about this yesterday. I've been smoking a lot. Yeah, but what is your what is heavily? Are you are you falling under that category? Yeah, I I pulled two grams yesterday. That's too much. <laughs> By how much is that too much? 
Um, like where's the where's the line? Obviously, like being bigger, you know. And, and there's there's different variables that, that play let's a say role here, but a, a gram a day probably keeps the doctor away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but not a gram in one sitting. Yeah, probably not a gram in one sitting. <laughs> that's like fucking. It's drink, a lot. That's like drinking a twelve pack. Yeah, in that's one a sitting. lot. That's like, a lot in like an hour. But dude, my. You know, and some of it's from training. The uh, I've I've figured a way to really use THC to help me with my my training. Mm-hmm. So when I leave the gym every day right now, you know we're training four days a week, and man, like we we are training retardedly. Yeah, right? they're there's they're tough sessions. It's it's remarkable right. what, what we're putting out, mm-hmm. and I'm really proud of my group. Absolutely, uh, they're doing a remarkable job. Mm-hmm. And just just for clarification, everybody, I'm not in that group. But I am still in that group, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, we don't train together, but we train near each other, and I definitely fall in that category. Yeah, yeah, you fall in that category, <laughs> but you're, you're you're due for a little death session here soon. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I should. Maybe Thursday. Yeah, maybe Thursday. That'd be a good one. Mm-hmm. Back day. Yeah, that'd be uh, fun. That actually is my pool. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. We're, we're doing it down at the factory. Okay, yeah. I will meet you at the factory. So, um, 10 a.m., 10 a.m. Let's go. Santa's coming. Santa's coming, baby. <laughs> so um, every day we leave the gym, my nervous system is just just on fire, dude. I, I don't know. I've never experienced anything like it. And it's really hard to even, like, work. It's really hard to, like, focus on work. But I'm, I'm dead tired, but I definitely can't sleep. Like, I'm just so sympathetically driven. It almost feels like a fucking state of shock, like, as wild as that sounds. Mm-hmm. But... Like, dude, we just been getting after it, man. Yeah. And I started, like, smoking a little bit on the drive home from my sessions, and it has helped me tremendously. Yeah, see, using it as a tool is is definitely is. a di- difference from just do- smoking in general. Yeah. Just and for whatever. Beyond that, I find this flow state within, like, I'm definitely not, like, what I consider high, but I'm, like, you know, not sober. And I just find this flow state where everything's super easy. Work is super easy. Focusing is super easy. You know, I've been like doing things around the house. That's mm-hmm. super easy. I can mm-hmm. dial in on it. Um, or like everything is real easy in this flow state, including like napping, yep. like having sex, mm-hmm. like communicating with people, eating, like eating. Mm-hmm. Everything in this flow state is a really good place mm-hmm. for me. So, you know, we stopped training at noon, you know, around noon, 1230. So, like, I already started smoking around, like, one. Mm-hmm. But when I find that flow state, I just want to stay in it. Yeah. And so I just kind of, I kind of smoke myself into that the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Probably not the most positive thing ever, but I see nothing negative from it. But you're learning, you know. Like yeah. you said, you're, you're taking what you think is good think from just, it. And it's you're, a phase. You're using it as a tool. Yeah. And I don't think you're abusing it by any means. Yeah. It's, it, I, I, it's now, just if you're wa- if you're waking up and you're hitting, you know, no. you're ripping it, and then, you know, just to get into your flow state. And yeah, then, no. You know, right when you get out of training, like, you need to get back into that flow state. And then yeah. right before bed, all of a sudden, you have another flow state. Yeah. I'm like, how many flow states That'd be do a little we, problematic. How many flow states do we need? We got yeah. one in the middle of the night, all of a sudden, yeah. flow state. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now we're abusing this thing. Yeah, now we're, we're abusing your flow state, weed Justin. abuse. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we have some big news to share on the podcast. We do. Absolutely, we do. I feel like it's only fitting that I... Be the one to break the news. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Friday, everyone will hear this tomorrow. So Wednesday this is Wednesday morning. Everyone's hearing this Friday morning. I am moving to Tampa um, for the next year of my life. Um, I know there's gonna be a lot of question marks around, you know, what's going on. Um, you know, to put it into simple terms, it's an opportunity for me 
Um, not that there is an opportunity specific, but it is an opportunity for me to branch out and build myself and my brand and Brandon Long in a new environment, a brand new, fresh scene. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's a lot of really cool attractions around Florida that you know I am going to take advantage of. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, there's a some lot of beautiful oh, attractions in Florida. I'm playing and I'm taking advantage of too <laughs> when I come to visit. Yes, uh, <laughs> the beach, <laughs> sushi. <laughs> no, yeah, those things. Yeah, exactly. No, there's just there's a there's a, there's a, a timeline for everybody, and um, right now I feel like my timeline is telling me that I need to try something brand new Mm -hmm. and I need to be in an environment that is really new to me that, uh, you know, these are my people here in Austin, Mm -hmm. but that I need to to attack by myself. And uh, there's a lot of emotions that come with making a move and going somewhere again by myself, but, uh, I'm ready for it, dude. I'm ready for the challenge. And I've always felt like I was destined for something bigger. And right now I am, I'm, I've caught so much momentum right now that I just feel like once I just go get into that environment, I'm yeah. about to explode. I agree. So yeah, you have tons of momentum. Where I, dude, you know what's wild? You've been feeling it for a couple months, dude. I told Ashley and Cecily in the gym yesterday during our session. I was like, oh man, I'm. Yeah, there's something coming with yeah. me. You can there, you, there, some, there, you can just feel happening. it, man. I, I yeah. actually made this analogy when I was talking to my mom because I just told my mom. Yeah, literally right when I, before I got to oh no to shit the house yeah no shit yeah and you know she's like, like all excited for me and yeah, I was like, yeah. This is kind of how I've been feeling, you know, over the last six months, I've been, um, I feel like a spring almost like, you know, how it pulls you, not like necessarily I was being pulled down, but it, it's loading, You're about to be right? Launched. It's loaded. Right. And in and, and each day I make, I'm taking the right steps yep. and I'm doing the right things and learning the right things to eventually I land in Tampa and yep. bing, I yeah. just fucking launch straight yep. up. And that's how I feel like I'm loaded. I'm ready to go. I'm more confident in who I am yeah. and what I bring to the table than I've ever been in my entire life. Yeah. Now I just got it. And it shows. And exactly. it's dope to see. Yeah. It's like dope to see you find that spot in your mm-hmm. life because exactly. you, you're someone who's super special and you're, you're different from other people. And, you know, here in Austin and, you know, um, like this isn't anyone's fault or anyone's choice or anyone's anything. But like Brandon kind of is in a shadow. And there's nothing he can do to get out of that because he's so closely associated with like me and Megan. Mm-hmm. And we have these businesses and we have, you know, our competing and we have our socials. We have all these things that obtain like status. And like Brandon just started after we did. Yep. And there's, there's a ceiling here right now that I think the best way for him to burst through that ceiling, like too is leaving. And like, yeah, I mean, when he first told me, you know, it was real weird because, like... Actually, like, I remember you were like, uh, you know, if it were up to me or my opinion, not that it's, like, huge or anything, but I would wait, you know, a year yeah. or whatever. And I was like, you know, like, I do respect, you know, your opinion. Yeah. It means a lot to me. Yeah. It always has. and um, But it was just something where I... It, it feels like I have to go now. No, you know what and I mean? Now, like, now that like we've come around to no, you have to go now. Yeah, like, exactly. And the support that I've gotten from exactly. you, you know, Megan, Shannon, all my friends, yeah. everybody um, has been like so helpful because, you know, it only takes, you know, one or two opinions for you to be like, okay, maybe I shouldn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm, I'm very close to getting comfortable here. Yeah. 
and I could be comfortable. Yeah. And dude, I like I said, I, I, I feel like I am destined for a much, much bigger yep. um, position, a much bigger role, much bigger impact on a yep. scale that I don't even I can't even tell you. Yeah. Because like that's how big I'm picturing. Like yeah. I'm picking picturing huge. Oh, you can do it too. Exactly. Yeah, and, you can And I just that. I just know I'm not going to get there here. Yep. Yep. So I agree. That's I agree. Uh, essentially uh, the big news that I have. I haven't been super uh, public about it because, again, it's not for anybody else. It's for yeah. me. It's I'm not here to you know get um, you know any sort of like pat on the back or you know I want people to support me, of yeah, course. Of and course. Obviously, you know I'm going to post from Tampa. And yeah, but it's uh, going to be obvious I'm, real soon. I'm <laughs> not, yeah, I'm not going to be like, hey guys, four more days. Yeah, three yeah more yeah. days. Like a countdown. To, yeah, you know I'm I'm just like, hey, you know yeah. I moved to Tampa and people are like, oh, what's up? Like, what happened? So yeah. I think being on the podcast is going to be uh, a nice way to introduce that. And yeah, answer some questions. Yeah, and I think it'll be dope. But Brandon's still going to be on the podcast. Yep, like yep. he's not going anywhere. Um, like he's still my fucking ace. Yep. Like he's he's not going anywhere. I'm just going. The only thing that changes really is I'm going to be in Tampa a lot more. Exactly. Exactly. You're going to be on the beach more. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So like my life by proxy is getting better now too. <laughs> yeah. But Shannon has a huge responsibility because like if I got to call someone at 9 p.m. to meet for Takeru Musho, she needs to be hey, ready. She's there. She's she there, dude. There's only one person right across I, the I'm street. Saying, yep, I agree. I'm saying the, the, the void needs to be filled. I got a two bedroom, two bath for yeah. a reason out in Tampa. Yeah. So I'm coming to stay in for a couple I, weeks. I got a place that my friends, you know, are going to be like, hey, I want to go to Brandon's. Like, yeah. I got a dope ass spot in Tampa. It's right on the fucking bay. Dude. So if you live in Tampa, if you know anything about it that I don't, because I've never even been to Tampa, yeah. don't feel you know shy don't be afraid to hit me up and say hey i'd love to show you this i'd like to show you that or you should try this or this gym or this coffee or yep. whatever it may be dude i i'm excited to take on tampa fucking full head of steam and just fucking crush yeah. this shit dead ass dead ass though when like when brandon says that he means that shit too he'll 100%. actually meet up with you <laughs> 100 well i yeah. have i won't he i will. have <laughs> i have maybe one two three i have four friends out there yeah. that you know i've uh, I've only met one in person before yeah. ever. I've just all social media. Yeah. So, I mean, I have one, two athletes out there and yeah. then a couple friends. That's dope. So if you want to be friends, I'm, I'm pretty cool. He's all right. I'm okay. Savage. You know what I mean? I'm, I just lift things with immaculate intent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm part of, I'm part of that group that Justin talks about. Yeah. I'm like, sometimes. I'm in the group, but not in the group. Yeah. But I don't <laughs> smoke weed right now. So that's a problem. Like, Hey, you can rip it around me, dude. I'm not going to like put a mask on, but <laughs> <laughs> put a mask on. That's but forever like... <laughs> funny now. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Yeah, dude. Well, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for making the move. I think it's going to be super dope for you. Appreciate um, it. I'm looking forward to having you out there as soon as you're, you know, things, some dust settles and whatever it is. I'm coming sat. Dude, I love yeah, it. Yeah, I'm really excited for it. Oh, shit, I might come out for your place is even set up. Hey, you might. I'll fucking help you set it up. You'll have to sleep in the bed next to me. Let's go, <laughs> That's dude. all we we'll got in there. <laughs> Better hope I don't meet a honey. <laughs> no, it's like, you take her down to the hot tub. Oh, the hot tub. Yeah. I'll sleep in the hot tub. Yeah, you go. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be dope. But no, you're still going to be on the podcast. Uh, so I'm going to be super closely affiliated with everything going on Austin. And he, we have so much, like, travel and stuff. There's so much overlap. Like, it... You know, the only things that really be different is like podcasts won't be in person. And like, I mean, we kind of hang out like five days a week, mm -hmm. but like we'll just FaceTime every day. Yeah, we'll, we'll face, yeah, and like you said, the only thing that's truly going to be different is like 
where I, where I put my head at night. Exactly. That's it. You know, the, yeah. the, the technology these days, dude, nothing's going to fall. The lap isn't, there's not going to be any yeah. um, lack of communication or anything like that. So yeah. like, like I said, my relationships is the last thing I'm worried about. Like, uh, yeah. I feel like the last six months I've done a really good job. Mm-hmm. Not that I was gearing towards this ever, yeah. but like just the way that we've all evolved our relationships, yeah. dude, like everything's is set prime for me to go anywhere. I agree. You know, and I agree. Being 25 years old, I have no kids. Yeah. I have no obligations holding me back. I want to experience these things while I can. I want to spend way too much fucking money yeah. on, on an yep. apartment for a year because <laughs> yeah. I fucking can. Because you can. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. That's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. Dude. Well, I'll be excited for when you, uh, you know, give Tampa 12 months and you're like, all right, I'm coming back to Austin for a little bit. <laughs> or um, you come yeah. out to Tampa and you're like, all right, Austin, I got to, I got to make a little. I will break. say there's a slim to 0% chance of that happening. Okay. Right. But you guys I heard will, it here first. So in, in six months when he's he's we're doing the podcast out of my apartment in depends. it depends <laughs> it just depends right. you know whenever, whenever, never say never we'll see yeah never say never um so last time we were on here we talked about the social media impact on athletes people really loved that man goob's post today was intense yeah. I, wait, 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 today? Yeah, I didn't he, see the one he today. He posted the cancer. Oh, I thought, he that, I thought that was the last night. No, yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. He posted or he, I'm sorry, yesterday. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. So I so, did see it. I did see um, it. We faced. That was epic, dude. When did we FaceTime Goob? Like a week ago, maybe? Yeah, about, uh, yeah, over a week ago. A little over a week ago. We FaceTime Goob over a week ago, and I was like, hey, I heard, I heard you got someone with fake cancer. And he, like, tells me about all this shit, but he didn't have concrete yet. It wasn't bulletproof yet. The story was building. Yeah, I would say it was concrete, but not bulletproof. He was waiting. No, he was. Yeah, exactly. He was waiting for more facts. Yeah. Because everything was all, like, theory that, like, everyone would probably believe the theory. But, like, you don't want to put that shit out. But he was on the verge of facts. Yeah, exactly. He was waiting. He essentially ended up getting it from two sources. One, her family basically told her, told him, like, yeah, they were pretty sure this didn't happen. And the second was, um, well, there was already attention on her page of people who didn't believe it. Um, and so the second was, you know, he was closely affiliated with some people who have been really familiar, maybe went through the battle of, of the type of cancer that she claimed to have. Right. And like, they were looking through her stories and her timeline. They're like, no, none of this is, none of this makes sense. Like they're not like, basically it's impossible for this woman to have like gone through what she went through. Um, without there being more physical signs too that like you can't hide in pictures or behind captions. Well, she was still training really fucking hard and claiming yeah. that she was going through chemo. Yeah. Which it is, was being flown around like she was flown out to Houston by Hunter and Liv for a fundraiser. They had no idea. Wow. They had no idea. They were just trying to help her out. They had no idea. Dude. That, yeah. I mean that I have no yeah. clue why someone would would yeah. do something like that. So I like, it doesn't make sense to me in my head. Like no. I just, that it doesn't is, process for me. That, that's a tall tale. That is a tall tale. It's, it's a, it's, it's a very tall. It's tale. a never ending tale. Yeah. Like yeah. how long did it, how long did that she, it was yeah. a two year thing, wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. Was it? it? Was it, it, it like she kept this thing going for like yeah. a long time and yeah. she was setting up fundraisers. Oh yeah. She said she did chemo for like 24 straight months or yeah, something like that. Exactly. And like that. No. Know, apparently it's not how chemo works. No. I don't know how chemo works. No. But apparently it's like short bursts. The only reason I know on. is because I had an athlete who. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Who, who was, who was doing it and he dude. I mean, we couldn't train, but like once a week. Yeah. Yeah. Because of how like intense those sessions are. Yeah. Dude, like you feel like you're going to die wild yeah that's wild. and so like if she says she's doing it for two years yeah yeah <sighs> but 
this brings me into the topic of monetary gain from social media, which is a life that you live now as well. And I've talked about it briefly on here before. I think it was one of the first podcast episodes I did was like the life of a sponsored athlete. And I talked about, you know, some things in there that I don't think other people had ever touched on. It was a very popular episode. And, you know, on social media, it's the easiest way to get in front of people and, and, and make money. You're, you are your own marketing brand. Every single thing you post is, is you building your brand and your reputation, whether you are a brand or want a reputation or not. Like you have a brand as a human. Within that brand, you might make a business out of it that's something you feel passionate about and you might market these things on social media or whatever. Mm-hmm. We've seen through a lot of Goob's work, you know, Desby, was a big one. Yep. Um, this one with, um, you know, whatever her name was. That was, was a big huge. one. Huge. We know, um, who's the trainer here in Texas? The Brittany Dawn. You know, oh, she yeah. scammed a whole bunch yep. of people. There's more people on social media who are scams and who are legit. And I say this from, you know, a coaching trainer perspective. A majority of coaches and trainers should not be people giving out advice. You know, if I'm being 100 some of my most delinquent clients I've ever had are people who are online coaches. Wow. Really? And I have, mean delinquent? I, and they just don't follow a plan. Mm. Like, they, 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 they don't follow the protocol. But they themselves were coaches. Yeah, they don't hit the diet. They mm. don't hit the training. They change things up. They're not consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, like They're not they're, practicing what they preach. No, they're not going, like, all in. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting. I You know, I've also worked with people who I know hired me to run coaching questions off of me through my protocols. So I would make them a protocol. And I have many names of people. I won't share any, not yet. But I would make them a protocol. They would check in. Or they'd send me, you know, a question throughout the week of, hey, this is going on. Okay. You know, whatever. And then we mitigate it. You know, I would I would send my initial mitigation strategy. Yeah, 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 quote, unquote. Mitigate it, and then you know I tell them hit me up in X amount of time based on whatever the issue is, and let me know if things are healed. Um, you know, like a digestive issue isn't going to be fixed tomorrow; it takes time. Um, a sleeping issue, you know, isn't going to be fixed in, in one day. It's probably going to take a couple nights, right? So, like, just depending on whatever the issue is. Um, and then, you know, I would I, I'd get a check in from or whatever, and I'd be like, hey, you know, how'd this go? Oh, oh, yeah, you know, I like forgot to type about it and stuff like that. What's interesting is none of my athletes ever forget to like send me shit. Like mm-hmm. when I tell you to send me an extra check in or extra communication, or extra whatever, Update, like it's a always couple days. Nailed. Yeah. It's always nailed. So, like, you know, that was kind of a red flag. But then in the actual check in itself, I was like, sometimes there was like digestive problems going on that were like, you know, pretty bad, but nothing in the pics. Mm. And it's like, well, like that's not true. Doesn't look or, like it's pretty bad. Or you're saying that you have acne breakouts and I ask for pictures and like you can't really see it. Well, what do you mean? If you're breaking out, you can like see pictures of, of the acne. I, I need to see what it looks like so mm-hmm. I can identify what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, yeah, yeah, like little things like that have definitely happened where like you're, they're just paying me to essentially ask me questions they don't know how to answer with their clients. So how's this look? You pay me $400 a month, basically, and you get like this mentor round the clock who thinks he's coaching you. But if you have 10 people pay you $200 a month, you're still profiting $1,600 a month and you have all the answers mm-hmm. because whatever problem and you're learning they have, at that and point. you're learning. Yeah, and you're learning. So yeah. you're able to 
you know, bring in more people and yeah. like be able to teach them and be able to coach more people yeah. with more uh, confidence because you know more material, you exactly. have more knowledge. And, yeah. and you can tell people that, you know, I'm your coach. Yep. And, oh, man, like you're probably learning so much. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a marketing tool in itself. And every single time, you know, I identify what was going on and I kind of shut it down. I shut it down. I was like, hey, and, and you know, it's super funny. Um, one person like used this against me when like uh, they got like mad, you know, after like, the, you know, we split from the team and stuff like that. Um, but I told them you're 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 overreacting to like whatever's going on because nothing's actually happening mm-hmm. and your body is showing me that. Mm-hmm. Um, because they were, they were using my coaching for, you know, asking all these questions Mm -hmm. and I told them these things aren't happening and, you know, they left shortly thereafter and I didn't say great things about me, Mm. but that's something that's happened. That happens at a clip much higher than what you guys realize. Right. That happens at a very, Mm -hmm. very, 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 very high clip. Mm -hmm. I haven't never had it happen that extreme before. Yeah. Um, so like, what do you feel like is like the 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 threshold, like the line? Because to an extent, like you know, the things that are really happening, like yeah. you're gonna, you know, you're gonna answer those questions. Exactly. Um, you know, if it's the, you know, somebody that you really think, you know, as can be a good coach or yeah. wants to be a good coach, because I have a few athletes of my own who ask, you know, questions outside of like what's yeah. going on, but they're not like asking for themselves. They're like, hey, exactly. Hey, like I, you know, I have this athlete, you know, that X Y Z. What What do you think? You know is going on? What do you think we should do? Yeah. So where do you think like the, the, the line is on that? Yeah. So like, it becomes more of a mentorship than yeah. coaching. I've worked relationships with some of my athletes into a place where like, Hey, you know, you can ask me like, you need some, some help with your client stuff. Cause I have a lot of athletes who prep people mm-hmm. like, Hey, you know, you ever need a second eye, you need an opinion, shoot it over my way with the applicable information and I'll help out. Um, right. Like pretty simple. Yeah. Um, but like, that's definitely like not a thing that like, like, no, if if you're a, an athlete of mine and, like, we're not, like, on that level or anything, which, like, it's not, like, something you can really pick and choose. It just kind of happens over time of oh, working together. Oh, and another, another thing, yeah, probably, you know, uh, to get to that level, hit your protocols. Be set, be a good athlete. Dude. Like, exactly. You want to be someone who's favored by your coach? Right, absolutely. Yeah, do your shit. Yep, 100%. That's you're, that simple. You're less likely to get any answers from if you don't yeah. do what you're supposed to do. Exactly. Yeah, if you can't hit your own protocols, I'm not answering If you don't make progress, I don't want to answer your questions. I want you to answer the question of why are you not progressing. Exactly. It's not on me. Yep, 100%. And I don't say that from a place of arrogance. I say from, dude, if you've given me all the information that I needed, we would make progress. You are not progressing. Yep. Why are you not progressing? Because yep. there's always an answer. And mm-hmm. whether or not they want to tell you is up to them. Mm-hmm. But I think the line is just that. Know your relationship with you know me or you know whoever it is that you're using. And if you think you're at an appropriate place with them to be like, hey, can I can I run some things by you about like a client? I just ask. And like, dude, I mean, what's the worst thing can be said? Like, no. Yeah. Like, that's okay. Some people might say no, and you have to like prepare for that. Like, dude, like, we're all busy. Mm-hmm. I just personally love this shit so much that I love talking about it all the time. Right. And so I'm fine helping you with your client because mm-hmm. it doesn't take anything away from me. It doesn't. Yeah. It's not and, like there's not enough fucking fish for us to kill. Yeah. Fish for us to fry out here. But as soon as questions are about things outside of protocol, I kind of shut it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, until you're on that level, like, yeah. I just, I, I, you know, I've. 
uh, had just athletes misuse uh, my kindness too too much that I don't have a lot of extra to give until it's earned. Right. Right. Um, so there's a lot of monetary gain you can have from Instagram. There's a lot of influence you can have from Instagram. A majority of the people who have, who have amassed these massive brands and stuff like that, they have put in a lot of work. Absolutely. It, it doesn't just happen overnight. It definitely doesn't happen overnight. We are at a place of fitness and bodybuilding where the clarity is more clear than ever. It's really easy to tell who's fucking with who and who's not fucking with who. Mm -hmm. And two good people can dislike each other. There's good people who I'm not a fan of personally right. mm -hmm. that like people in my circle are, are closely affiliated with. Mm -hmm. I don't mind. Right. They're still a good person. It's just, we're not going to vibe on the same level. Mm -hmm. But if all the good people just don't like somebody, it's probably not because they're a good person. Mm -hmm. It's probably because things happen. It's and not see, a coincidence that yeah. everybody who's, you know, a good person. Yeah doesn't like X or whatever, whoever it's, it is. And it's really easy to tell who like the good people are. I'm, but I'm, I'm, yeah, like to that point, like I'm huge on like creating your own opinion. About oh, absolutely. Everybody, you know, if someone says that, you know, this person's, you know, a hunk of shit or whatever, and, yeah. you know, they happen to be like in my presence, I'm not going to avoid them because no. somebody said something. I'm definitely going to like, you know, make my own opinion based yeah. off our interaction. But I probably will have, you know, a little, be a little bit more skeptical be about, you know, things that I've heard or yeah. whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, we're, we're also in an interesting place here where like none of the dirt gets out. None of it's out in the public. Mm -hmm. You just know they don't fuck with each other. Yeah. You just like, know. what, what happened? But like, you know, it goes back to like the dating thing we talked about in the last podcast. When I break up with someone, I don't owe anyone an answer mm -hmm. just cause I've amassed some sort of a following and they have amassed some sort of a following. No one's owed fucking shit by me. Nope. Because I don't, you know, I, I, that, I'm just not going to talk about that's it. That's not what your, that's not no. what your social media is. So if it's I not. have a falling out with somebody, mm -hmm. if X, Y, or Z happens, like last year when, you know, I, I got rid of a lot of the staff early in the season, I never spoke on any of them. Mm. I just. Your social media isn't your so no. soap opera. No. It's not. It's you not just like. You move on. Yeah, exactly. Like it's shit, not, shit happens. It's, shit, it's, it's not like everyone's entertainment. Like, oh, what happened yeah. with them? But if someone is constantly out there. And they're sharing the dirt, their dirt, and they're they're sharing gossip, and they're trying to make someone look bad, and they're doing X, Y, Z to like put. If anyone is using their platform to put something or someone down to lift themselves up, I mean, guys, like last week on on Instagram when I posted one of my client transformations, someone asked that he use steroids. Um, I was like, let's yeah. use some critical thinking here. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing here. Let's use some critical thinking. Right. This person's always involved in shit. They're always talking about it. They are a, they're a dirty person. Mm -hmm. They're putting it out there in the open, trying to demean someone else. Yeah. But like in reality, that's just not really how things work. Like it takes two to tango, right? Mm -hmm. I've never gone through a situation where like things ended poorly and it was only their fault or only my fault. It's commonly a two way street. Mm -hmm. It's always a two way street. Absolutely. And so someone's like always kind of putting out some negative or you see someone constantly just like has issues with people. Like, I don't know. I kind of think it's a red flag. Oh, I agree. Like you see, it's one thing I've taken from you. You give no energy into it. And I've done a much better job at that recently. Like a year ago, I still cared a decent amount. Like 
what people thought. Mm-hmm. And like now there's not really any because you don't give a fuck. Yeah, no, actually I had this conversation with Shannon like mm-hmm. a little bit earlier. Um, I don't care what anybody thinks about me, you know. And it's dope. Outside of her. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, dope. I mean, I, that, I mean, it might sound cliche, yeah. but like, I don't. I really yep. don't because I know as a person, I love who I am. Yep. And I know that my intentions are always positive mm-hmm. and that I know that I've never, you know, being negative towards somebody. I'm never talking. Yep. I never talk shit about people. Never. I never That's go That's one thing about Brandon. You know how many times it's been said behind your back is like, you know, what I love about Brandon is he never says a bad word about somebody. Yeah, and, and like, you know, there's definitely shit flying around me, you know, sometimes, you know, people are, you know, expressing how they feel, whatever, yeah. and I just, you know, it doesn't have any place in, in, in my in my, my heart, and yeah. I don't have I don't have energy for that. Yeah. You know, I, I have so much positive to give, I don't have room for that those other things, so I'm just like, I'm not going to spend my time worrying about, you know, somebody else that makes me upset, or if this does make me upset whatever like i'm not going to talk shit behind their back i'm probably just going to f- try and fix the problem yeah if yeah I, if, if i care about it that much i'm gonna yep. instead of uh, throwing dirt on somebody or dragging their name through the dirt i'm gonna be like hey you reach know, out to them immediately hey, exactly dude Absolutely. Like, i've done that actually in the last like a uh, couple months there's been some people where um you know we've had you know, just a falling out as, yeah. as relationships that i have deemed important to yeah. repair yeah. i'm like this means a lot to me to repair not that like anything terrible happened yeah but like we just don't communicate like we used to. Yeah. And I just was like, Hey, you know, there's some shit that happened, whatever. Um, not necessarily directly between you and I, but, uh, Hey, I still care about you as a person. And I yeah. want you to know, I think what you do is really cool. And I still yeah. support you from over here. Like, yeah. I, I've never said a bad word about these people. Yeah. I don't have anything bad to say. Like there's, I thought they were good people. Absolutely. If you're not a good person, I just won't talk to you. I just yeah. Want it's that simple. You just won't get any. Exactly. I, I, yeah. I won't generate enough. Like, I guess, uh, opinion about you because I won't be around you enough to like exactly. talk shit about you. Yep. You know, if I, agree if I feel like I want to talk shit about you, it's probably a good idea for me just not to be around you. Yeah. I'm yeah. not. I'm and you not. remove yourself from the situation. Exactly. So now I'm not going to yeah. be like, oh, you know, I was hanging out with so-and-so and there's such a, yeah. you know, I'm like, why are you hanging out? I know. I, every I, time I'm like, that every, makes no sense. It doesn't make any fucking sense. No. Right. Yeah. It's like, how much are you disrespecting yourself that you don't even yeah. like hanging out with this person? But yeah. like you still, or like they'll, they'll say, you know, someone will say, you know, this person, let's just call it this person X, X is, you know, you know, doing this or that. And I think it's, I'm like, didn't you just get coffee with X? Yeah, dude. Didn't you just have like, yeah. dinner with X? Like, yeah. Why are you like, why are why are you still hanging out with this person? If, yeah, you know if they bother you so bad. If everything they do is so negative, I agree. You know, no, I I I agree very heavily. With so that. I guess you know to your point is just I just don't hang around people that I don't like. Yeah, enough to generate any sort of like trash talk. Yeah. So yeah. if I don't like, you, I I'm love probably, that too. Yeah. How much? I mean, assess yourself right now because like I've kind of been doing it the last like minute or so. Like, how much negative do you actually allow around you? Because like Brandon does a really good job of it being pretty close to zero mm-hmm. and it's pretty remarkable. He's the only person I know that is able to pull it off the way he does. But like what negative do you allow around you? What negative do you partake in? Um, because if you're allowing it and you're manifesting it, then you're partaking in it as well. There's probably things you say about people. There's probably negative energy you give off to people like, why can't we just not say bad, like mean things about people? Why can't we just not give energy to places it doesn't need to go? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say percentage-wise, um, you know, I would say maybe like 5%. Yeah. Like, that's how I much agree. I have to give to it. Yeah. Um, and that 5% it, that, neg- that I'm giving to that negative 
situation or yeah. that whatever it may be, it's more often because I care. Yeah. Like there might be, you know, let's just say, for example, me and you are having, yeah. you know, a, a situation and, yeah. and it's not, it's not obviously very positive. Yeah. You know, you and I are buttonheads and I'm going to address that. That's yeah. going to be part of my 5%. Yeah. Like, I'm going to address that because I care about our friendship. Of course. You know, like I, it means a lot to me that we are, you know, we're good. You know, yeah. we're on a, we're on a good, like, you know, we're, our friendship isn't at jeopardy or whatever. Exactly. Um, so that, that would be like my 5%. Like yeah. people on the road that piss me off, like for doing something, I'm not going to fucking pull over. Yeah. And same. Scream at them. Same. But like in the moment, I'm going to be like, you're a bad driver. I say that every yeah. day. Yeah. I say that every, every day. day, every single day, at least once a day. I say yeah. to like out loud. Nobody is nobody's in the truck yeah. with me. You're by I yourself. just say it by myself and say, you're a bad driver. You're a bad driver. And, and you know what, what happened? That's okay. Yeah. That's okay to be a bad driver, it, but you're allowed to be a bad driver. There's, there's bad there's people. No there's people that are bad at training. It. There's people bad yeah. at tying their shoes. There's people bad at fucking drinking beer. Like yeah. it's okay to be bad at something. Like yeah. you're a bad driver. Yeah. Whatever. You're just a bad driver. Uh, it's not like, don't take it personal, but yeah. like, I'd say 5%, dude. Like, I just, I have way too many other things that, like, I feel uh, that make me happy. Like, why would I spend time, like, being upset? I agree. Like, I, We dude, have dope lives. Yeah, dude. There's so yeah. many cool things going on that, like, yep. if if I'm upset or something, like, I'm like, wow, that doesn't make any sense, you know, or it pisses me off. I'm confused about it. Yeah. There's so many other things that I can do to kind of, like, you know, shift my mindset into, yep. like, oh, I'm going to hang out with Thor for a little bit or I'm going to go on a walk or whatever, like. Bring the positivity back up. Of course. Like, I'm not going to entertain no. what's going on. No, absolutely not. I'm just... Uh, yeah, it's a powerful message for, uh, you know, all of us kind of take home. And, but it's, again, it's something that social media kind of drives so deeply into us. Like, social media isn't really there for good. Social media is there to make you need it and rely on it. It's there to manipulate you. Um, you know, we... Uh, it's not conspiracy anymore. We have mm-hmm. you know, plenty of real life stuff happening, especially with how they're Rome. they're doing changing the algorithms. Isn't that wild? They're, it manipulates you into thinking you're not good enough. Uh, it manipulates you into then thinking you're good enough. We just talked term. about this yesterday, dude. How yeah. you, you know you're we were talking about your post. You know yeah. how they used to do your clients. Yeah, my client do, posts used to get twelve hundred, fifteen hundred likes, and now they get like six hundred, seven hundred. Yep, and exactly because it's forcing you yeah. to engage more in the app, manipulating you. Yeah to have to keep up with the algorithm that they're doing and use yeah. the new things that they implement, whatever business tactic you want to call it, yeah. that Instagram is, is using. But, you know, if you're you're already so established that this those don't fucking matter, yeah. you know, like Thank that God. stuff doesn't matter. You know, like we said earlier in the podcast, you know, me being later jumps to the start or later yeah. to, the, to the party, um, I am caught up on the algorithms and yeah. I do pay attention to it and I yeah, do put and effort you kill into them, it. You nail them. Yeah. And so yeah. it is becoming easier for me and I am not having to put out as much like, yep. you know, like fucking effort into each yep. like post or whatever. But, yeah. uh, you know, you're already there, dude. So it's like, you don't have to entertain that. Like, yeah. It'd be nice. It, 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 it would be nice to, um, you know, see growth at some point. Um, it's like growth is definitely slow. Um, but it's like, how mad can you be when you only post twice a week? Yeah. I mean, like you I know? said, you, you don't need to post. I don't, really I, don't, I don't do a ton. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. My, my, my effort there should probably be a little bit better. It's going to get better. Um, well, you're going to have more time now that yeah. I'm not here to. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm not going to have anyone to fucking bullshit my time with. So <laughs> I guess I got to get fucking serious about things again. Um, so it's interesting that when I, I remember when, uh, Instagram, first came out um 
first kind of became a big thing. I was a freshman in college. Or really, the summer in between high school and freshman in college, it, it was blowing up. And I was like, I'm never going to get on there. I'm not going to do what, what I had to post pictures of. Mm-hmm. And isn't it funny? Because like back then, I never took pictures of anything. Mm-mm. Like, not myself. I didn't video <laughs> anything. I didn't whatever. Well, think about the think about the, the phone that you had at that time. Think about the... Yeah, the, still an Apple iPhone. Yeah, but like, so what was pictures. the qual- what was the quality of those not pictures? What it is now. <laughs> <laughs> like you were not posting what some fuzzy now. ass, like yeah. fuzzy yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh, if you go back, there's some fuzzy pics on my Instagram <laughs> for sure. Oh, you never cleaned it up? No way. Oh, dude, that's classic. Never did. I love yeah, that. I want them to always be there. That's cool. I'm coming up on 1900 posts. Oh my god! Jesus Christ! 1900? Dude. Yeah, dog. Man, that's why I don't post much anymore because I put that time in. I put six years of just trying to teach people. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I actually remember the day Instagram came. Out. I yep. actually remember vividly what I was doing because I was an avid Facebooker. Oh yeah, you know, definitely. like at Facebook was like hot, dude. Big like, deal. You know, MySpace it crushed MySpace. Of course, right when Facebook came out, nuts, right? Yeah. And I was actually messaging my friends on, you know, I am Messenger on yep. Facebook. Yep. Um, you know about oh yeah, I'll probably never get on Instagram. Yeah. Like X Y Z and. I don't even use Facebook anymore. No way. Dude, yeah. You never see Facebook anymore. No, man. I mean, I see like some people post some things, like it'll pop up on my on my feed or whatever, yeah. on my phone, and I'm just like, I'm just not clicking on that. But what Instagram shows us is how all of these years, narcissism was at the forefront of the human brain. It was. It, it, it's not something we choose to be. It's something we are. And Instagram is a platform that allows you to be that openly and rewards you for being that and showing that. Yep. And that doesn't mean everyone's just like this full-blown narcissist. And so, no, we all just have narcissistic tendencies because we all have confirmation bias that our way is the right way. And you can be open-minded, but that doesn't mean that you still don't believe your way is the right way or your look is the right look or your fashion is the best fashion or the way you're wearing your hair today is the end way. Like These are all things we believe, which is narcissistic in nature. And Instagram allows us a platform to get a dopamine hit from that. Mm-hmm. that every single time you post... Or you can go on Instagram, respond to someone's story, and start a conversation immediately, right now. It's a dopamine hit, and it's exciting, it's riveting, it's something that you just crave to do. You crave the next friend that you make. But some of my best friends, most of my best friends were made from Instagram. Yeah. You know, this whole... this whole. My girlfriend was from Instagram. Yeah, your girlfriend was from Instagram. One of my best friends. Yeah. And like, before um, the... Like, before I moved to Austin, every girl I dated back in Ohio was from um, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, from college to the time that I left. Oh, there's definitely, like, a, there's definitely a ton of positive things that yeah. social media does and as far as, like, community and connection. But the biggest negative outweighs them all. And it's it forces you to be addicted to it. And it forces you because they are switching up the algorithm. Mm-hmm. It does frustrate me when I post a nasty client transformation and gets 600 likes. Mm-hmm. It, it will make you lose your mind or feel not good enough. Absolutely. Because you see this person getting this, that person getting that, and then here you are getting that. But that's not real life. And I know you can harp on it and say it like as much as you want. There's very few people that it's real life. Mm-hmm. Like my Instagram's not close to my real life. I was fucking talking to a girl the other day that was like, I can't lie, I'm shocked that you have this personality. I was like, what do you mean? She said, well, on Instagram, it's all business. And I was like, wow. That's what you use it for. So my Instagram is so far from real life 
that like if you think you know me on social media, like dude, you're not close. Mm-hmm. If that's like, what your if that's what your idea of Justin Mahaley, like you're way off. You're so far off. Mm-hmm. But like you guys know me, and I don't want other people to know me mm-hmm. because because they used to know me and they got abused. Yeah, and you know, like I told that the story about the dogs mm-hmm. in the last episode. I don't want people to know me anymore. Yeah, like you kind of got to earn that right, mm-hmm. and it's not like I'm someone who's really fucking cool to know or anything. I mean, I think I'm all right, but you guys always fuck around with how lame I am. <laughs> Brand, Brandon and making a shame. Hey, hold on, like I'm lame hey, and I'm hey. old and I'm Time gray. Out. Time out. Thirty years old Time hasn't out. partied in hey, four weeks. We said it earlier. I never talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, so that means none of it's true. So it's facts. Ah, oh, damn it. Facts aren't shit. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> no, I don't think you're lame. I think oh, I think I think you're a ton of fun. Dude, I that's think, funny as but fun. I do think people tend to get the wrong idea from you be yeah. based off social media you know like they see you in person and they're like oh this guy's fucking intense like you're yeah. an intensity guy yeah right that's what your your nickname was yeah. or whatever and like you know you're one, one of the more laid back I'm pretty chill yeah, dude exactly. in the gym maybe yeah. maybe I can see why that would be if I'm thing. training with my squad or I'm training I hey like approach me say what's up can we snag a pic you yeah, know, later on after be. the session, but like don't interrupt the session or don't, don't just don't expect him to be yeah. like, chill and calm. Yeah. And like, that's his energy is real high. You know, he's very focused and like, very, there's, yeah. there's a goal. I, there's a task that he's trying to, trying to uh, every session. Yeah. But outside of that two hours every day, I'm man, I'm fucking chilling. When, once you get that, what'd you call it again? Fuck. Flow state. Flow state. I know. Once I you know. get that flow state, then you hit up just to me. I'm about to start, I'm about to start recording the podcast in my flow state. <laughs> I've never smoked weed on the podcast. It's been illegal. I don't believe in illegal things. <laughs> Next question. Next question. So understand there's a highlight real component to all of this. That's what I'm really trying to get across. And it's something that you want to work um, you know, with your relationship with social media on. But there's two things that I've recently done that I really wanted to share with you in this episode. And if Brandon is anything like this, um, I want him to piggyback off this. But there's two things I've done that have helped me a ton. Number one, anytime someone posts something that makes me feel a type of way that's not positive, I I just unfollow them. Like, goodbye. Very, very easily. It's, and it's easily take, guess what you don't have to worry about anymore. Mm-hmm. That I don't care if I know them. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it doesn't matter to me just because I unfollow. I don't have to show my support through somebody through a follow yeah. on social media. Yeah, if you don't like their content, like exactly. it's, it's nobody's fault but yours for following the content. It, literally, it's your fault. They're mm-hmm. using their page and they have the liberty to do so. You cannot tell anyone how to use their page. Absolutely not. So if that's what they're using it for and it, you don't like it, you are also entitled to not like their content. You're entitled to hate my content. So... But that doesn't give you the right to go on their page exactly. and, and, and thrash them. Tell them what they or should be doing Or hop on a Reddit thread and yeah, thrash them. Exactly. Like, they're literally just exercising their right to their social media page. That's all that they are if doing. you don't agree with it, unfollow it, and you don't have to see it anymore. The second thing I did, I unfollowed anything that broke news. Anything that broke global or... Um, like like military news like or government CNN news. type shit. Yeah, like I, I I was never one to follow like the CNNs or the Fox Newses or things, but I followed people who I viewed as independent. What I had recently realized is the last couple of years, everyone who was once independent is now 
you know, right-leaning. And that's happened for a multitude of reasons, but I'm no longer following people who are independent. I'm following people who are right-leaning in mm -hmm. nature. Mm -hmm. And so the content shifts a little bit. Yeah. It's not facts that are being told. It's some, you know, um, it's their consumption within their confirmation bias of the belief that they think is right. That's what they're sharing. Mm -hmm. I couldn't tell you what's happening with Russia and Ukraine. And right. dude, Thomas told me today, he's like, Hey, I was reading this article and it was about Russia and Ukraine. I forgot they were in war. Yeah. I forgot that was happening. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's happening with gas, but I saw it was down a tiny bit well, and I was really happy with that. I know nothing going on anywhere. And if I'm being a hundred with you, my life is ultimately better that's without what I was about to any ask of that since unfollowing like all those things and like kind of just eliminating the the shit and the trash you know that's kind of been making you feel like that negative like yep. feeling how you felt since yeah, i feel so good I, I have mental clarity i don't like have anxiety like yeah i mean i'm not gonna like hide it i i think the current presidential state of America is a complete shit show. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a clusterfuck. You're okay. Those are, those are things that I that. think what I know is I don't know enough. What I also know is all of it makes me feel real shitty. Mm -hmm. What I also know is the more I learn about all of it, the more it feels like there's no fucking hope. Mm -hmm. So I just eliminate all of it. Yeah. That's like, that's how they get you addicted. Yeah. You get addicted to negative emotions yeah, as well. And you, when you feel negative emotions, you're more likely to, out your output's going to be yeah. negative. It gives you an enemy too, though. And human nature loves enemies. Mm -hmm. So if you don't allow yourself love people, to love have people one. and a, to blame excuses, like this is why this isn't happening. So there's a cop out for everything. Uh-huh. They're, they, if you have an enemy, you have a reason why you are not doing enough that is outside of you looking at yourself and deeming you're not doing enough. Right. If you have an enemy, it's their fault. It's their fault. It's their fault. It is not your own fault. I mean, that's politics in America. It's likely politics worldwide. But again, I don't know enough mm -hmm. for any of this shit. Does anyone know enough? Because like we're not inside those walls. Like I just talked about how none of the shit ever gets you know shared in the fitness industry. It's all like behind this locked, closed door. And like if you're in the know of something, you're in the know of something. And you kind of keep a hush hush. Mm -hmm. Dude, no one's in the fucking White House. No one's in like the Pentagon. None of these people are actively doing things and are in these meetings where things are actually being established and decided. We're all just seeing what we believe the full outcome is of it, mm -hmm. right? Like there's a huge push for, um, and the reason I know this is because the amount of signs that have popped up around Texas talking about oil, um, like independence for America. So I'm assuming on socials and on the news, there's a huge conversation happening about oil independence, at least in, in real life yeah, that's that happening right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's a sign right down the road that I pass every day. This massive sign that I pass on the way to the gym every day that says, Biden, America can be oil independent. Act accordingly. And like, it's this massive sign. Wow. And uh, so I know that there's something going with that. It's like, says who? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Maybe we can be. Mm -hmm. But... I'm not going to give energy into something that it's impossible for me to have answers that aren't 
extremely colluded by my personal And what is that going to do for you? And what do the answers do for you? What do you do with them? You're going to get fired up. You're going to get pissed off if they're not the answers you want. Yeah. You go protest and nothing changed because nothing changed from, you know, the the COVID protest just turned into a war, you know, know, overseas. Like now all of a sudden all that's gone and all that's dead. I think what I've just realized is there's cycles of life that like certain things happen and you just got to ride it out. But it, like I'm keeping my nose in my own fucking garden has really helped me a lot mentally. Be as positive as you can, no matter what. If There's you give liter- yourself positive news, then the news that you're hearing is all positive. Yeah. What's bad about that? Exactly. And there's always there's always something positive to come oh, yeah. from like any situation. Mm-hmm. Like I know that sometimes it's like hard to find, like I said, the silver lining. Yeah, dude. But they're the always silver lining. They're always dude. That's why that's uh, that song. I'm telling <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, dude. I love there, that song. There, there <laughs> is there is a silver lining to every yeah. situation. Like. It might be, and, and just like finding it can make you feel so much better. It might be something as far as like, even as far as like, oh, at least I'm alive. Yeah. Like if, if, if that's a silver lining, you got to find, find it, hold on to it, manifest it. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I feel better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm alive. I'm breathing. I got my dog right here. I got food yeah. in the fucking fridge. Like it could be a lot worse. Yeah. My, my bills are good. Everything's good. It could be a lot worse, dude. Yeah. Like I, I promise you, you're going to fight to live another day. Mm-hmm. You're going to live to fight another day. Yeah. You just got to keep pushing. Absolutely. Honestly. Find that silver lining. Well, B, I'm sad this is our last one just for now in person. But every time uh, that we, every time that I come back to Austin, we'll do one. Well, yeah, we'll do one in person. Absolutely. Well, good fucking luck in Tampa. I'm excited uh, for you to be out there. I'm excited for our first podcast next week with you. You'll be out there. Mm-hmm. Be, I'll be talking to you in your fucking living room. I appreciate the support uh, so, from you, from everybody, yeah. you know. It's been a ride, but the journey's not over. It's not over. Fuck and, no. And you're, not even close. If you're in Tampa, like, honestly, hit me up. Fuck, hit me up, because I'll be out there a lot. Yep. Um, you know, we'll be training. We'll be training around places there. Absolutely. Uh, but I'm super excited for this next journey. I'm super proud of you. A year ago, you never would have been able to pull this off. It would nope. Like, I'd be like, what are, you, what are you going out there, to be homeless? <laughs> <laughs> I got a new job of uh, not having a job. Not having a job. <laughs> I got a point of uh, being a employed. <laughs> but. But uh, as always, we love chatting with you guys. You want to leave us with anything here in Austin before you go? Oh, man. I'll see you soon. Hey, that's my favorite (laughs) line. I love that. We'll talk soon, guys.